You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Lucia Botticelli. Lucia, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you so much for having me, and, you know, hello to everyone. Lucia, uh, we're talking on, on October 6th in 2022, and your, your show is running to October 9th at New Collectors. A Wild City is the name of the show, and I went down and, and saw it, and, um, and I really loved it. Uh, and I, I want to talk, I guess, first a little bit about that, that title, because it says something about this show, right? You're, these are mm-hmm. photographs that are often uh, look like they're taken on the street or in, in, and in cities. Um, but tell me a little bit about that title, Wild City, that seems to mean a few different things, because, of course, there's animals in here, there's people in here, it's, um, there's different kinds of things, but, but I, I, there is a lot, of, a lot of animals too, right? So, yeah, uh, so I definitely have to say that, I mean, I love uh, street photography. It's one of the general photography that I first approached, and I, you know, it's been like a continuous in my, in my work. And in particular, I also love to take photos in urban environments, in city. And, you know, a few years ago, like I, I, you know, I uh, first approached in Venice, like, you know, I started noticing, like, all these pigeons jumping ahead, and that was, like, the first time I started, like, photographing, in, in you know, this interaction. So it's a wide city because, like, it's about, like, what happens is, like, you know, urban environment, but more related to, like, you know, you know, wild animals, you know, like animals, you know, sometimes, you know, like, how they, you know, interact with the urban environments and, like, how they, you know, manage to survive in a place that, like, dominated by human and uh, people's actions that can be, you know, sometimes like very invasive of their, like, you know, well-being. Right, and, and, and sometimes they almost seem um, human themselves, right? There was one piece that that I love that was kind of extraordinary, I thought. I mean, we could go through several of them, but it was an image from 2019 where it's kind of a raccoon climbing over a fence and you see tourists behind photographing it. You're on the other side photographing it. And, and it's though the raccoon, which I believe that's what it was, is, is looking directly at you almost, almost for help, right? I mean, it's, a, it's one of those kind of magical moments in, in photography where you think, oh my God, you know, that's kind of... Um, Amazing! Yeah, it so, feels like the animals. Yeah, it feels oh, like they, they, yeah. It feels like that raccoon's talking to us. But yeah, let's talk about that image if you want. So uh, actually, the photo is in 2022. Like after, like you know, I was actually just got back to New York. I mean, I took another ra- raccoon photos in 2019, the one with the coke. Um, but this one you're talking about is taken like just a few months ago. And what happened is just like I, I mean, I, I believe I think in photography, like a lot of, I think that it's really important, particularly with street photography, is being patient, you know, and like kind of, you know, wait in a place or like, you know, spend time like, you know, with your, with, with your subjects or like, you know, you know, in a place. And it, the, it, what happened in this case was like I saw uh, this raccoon. Uh, in the Central Park, uh, and I just, you know, kept keeping my distance, you know, I just kind of, like, started following the raccoon, and I spent, like, an hour, you know, <laughs> um, yeah, kind of following the, uh, the movement that he, the raccoon was doing, and, like, at a certain time, like, she just, like, 
Clem, you said she was very comfortable with humans and like people. And I mean, sometimes when this happens with raccoons in particular and during the day, like it means that probably like they're sick. So I mean, it's really important that you give them like their space. But it was just really interesting to see like how actually it seemed like she didn't really care about people there. Like, I mean, uh, she was just like, you know, climbing the fence. And then after that, after she climbed the fence, she went on a on a trash can, you know, and she just started digging for food. And there were, like, a lot of people, like, even closer, like, taking pictures, you know, and it seems like she didn't care at all, you know. Uh, she was not scared or anything. So, like, it was really curious for me to see, like, how, you know, animals interact, like, you know, with people and, like, how people interact with them, and particularly wild animals. And, yeah, so, like, this was, like, a very, like, you know, <laughs> fun interaction, I feel. <laughs> and I'm glad I was able I like to, like, that. take the photo. Yeah, there was this moment it, where, like, we looked at each other, and she was staring at me, and she just, like, you know, get off the, the fence. Yeah, it's wonderful, right? The interaction is wonderful, and there's a, I mean, there's a, most of these are, they're in different cities, right? We're in Venice, we're in Burano, we're in New York, we're in Florida. Um, yeah, it's here. There, so you're traveling a lot. Is, is that what's happening? Are you living in these areas? <laughs> well, yeah, I wish I would travel a lot. But so basically, this, this project has probably been the most continuous project I've been working on, like since you know I started you know working with photography. I mean, I started this project like probably in 2018 uh, with the P. I mean, I'm from Venice. I grew up in Venice. Um, but and you know, I often come back to Italy, and you know, I spend time like both you know Milan and in, in Venice. But so this project, I, the first photos were of these pigeons, you know, that like, since I was a kid, I always remember them like being extremely friendly and just jumping in people's head, like, and interacting with them in a very, like, interesting way, you know. And also, like, how people, you know, because sometimes I feel like everyone seems so scared of pigeons and so, like, kind of, they, they, uh, many people think the pigeons are gross to, like, bring sickness. Instead, in, and in, in this, you know, place in that in Summer Square, Pits didn't seem the case, you know. <laughs> Everyone was, like, so excited to feed the birds and, like, play with them. So I finally was, like, why this, you know, why why is, like, this, you know, why is this so different, you know, from, like, all the interaction I've seen before. So that was, like, the first, like, inter- human-animal interaction that I started documenting. And after that, I continued the project in New York. I did a, um, I continued up, uh, the project, like, in the wildlife in uh, New York City. Um, and I photographed, like, raccoons, squirrels, like, uh, all sort of, like, you know, animals you can find in the city. And then, like, also, you know, I came, there is, like, another picture, for example, of a swan that I supposed to, like, it's taken in Venice. Um, and, yeah, most now, for, for now, it, unfortunately, it's just, it's only, like, uh, um, uh, the U.S., uh, photos taken in the U.S., and, and in Italy, but I would like to, like, develop the projects in different countries, you know, and empty um, you know, always in urban cities and urban environments, but like see like in different places how there's interactions. I also also like find different animals and see how this you know interaction changes. Like would be very interested. One of the last one I took was like uh, the chickens of Key West. <laughs> the series I did very recently uh, it was like actually in Florida just for a few days, like you know for holiday with some friends. And I, we went to Key West for one day, and I started noticing all these interactions between like you know the chickens were just like you know walking around the street, like, you could see them in shops, restaurants, like, and I liked how they were part of the city, part of, like, the community, in a way, so, yeah, and I, you well, know, I can't wait to explore, that's like, great. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's a great sense of humor to that, right, there's one called Key West, Florida, and there's a, 
uh, a really wonderful photo with a yeah, great sense of humor where we see this, this chicken or maybe it's a rooster and then there's a van in the background that says, happy day, happy place, all smiles. <laughs> and it looks like the yeah, chicken yeah. is simply, you know, like a pedestrian, uh, just like a person walking down the street. And, you know, when I saw it, I wondered, like, what is happening here? Which is what's wonderful, right? Like the photos kind of make you wonder what's going on. But, yeah, it made me think, what's, what's happening there? Um, so, yeah, tell me a little bit about that photo, because it just looks like there are chickens one, wandering around wild, and I don't know if that's the case, but it, it certainly speaks to what you're doing in this show. Well, yeah, of course. So, basically, in that photo, remember, I was in this um, little, like, you know, um, plaza square, uh, where, like, all these buses were arriving and leaving, you know, and there were all these chickens uh, roaster, and roasters that I think I feel like they knew, you know, that, like, people were going to be there. Probably, you know, they were looking for food, like, uh, you know. So this is, uh, <laughs> I remember this scene where, like, this bus arrived and, like, all these people got off the, the bus and all these chickens started, like, you know, going towards them, you know. And, like, everyone, you know, taking photos, you know. And so I remember, like, this interaction very well. And it was everything, you know, normal. I mean, most of these people were tourists who were actually surprised but the locals, like, you know, they really embraced the chickens as part of, like, their community, you know, because they, they were brought to, like, U.S., like, many years ago, like, for actually cockfightings, and then these those became illegal. So they just became, like, part of, you know, the population kind of, you know. It's illegal to, to eat them, like, if they're protected. So, you know, it's kind of, their, you know, and you can see, like, chickens, like, symbols and, like, kind of souvenirs everywhere. <laughs> so... But it was very curious to like see that and watch that happening because I was wondering maybe they're scared of people, but they they weren't at all. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's so like, interesting. I mean, to 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 go back a little bit to Venice because we're between Venice, New York, and Florida. In Venice, you were saying um, and and talking about pigeons. There was there was one image of a pigeon in someone's hair, and and when you talk about Venice, you know, it makes me think that. Yeah, there's maybe something different happening with pigeons there, like in um, St. Mark's Square, right? There's, as I remember when I was there, there's thousands of pigeons there, and people are feeding them. They're all over the place. It's it's not quite the same in New York, right? Um, there are pigeons. People do feed them, but it's not like St. Mark's Square. And so um, it feels like that's something that also helped build your sense of, or correct me if I'm wrong, but sense of, of, of wildlife. I mean, growing up in Venice and seeing the pigeons there, and as, as I remember, there was a lot of cats in Venice too, or could be. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, do you think that shaped how you see this kind of wild life? So I, I definitely think that the interaction is very different. I mean, at least the one I saw, I was able to witness because, I mean, in Venice, I mean, I've been seeing this type of interaction since I was a kid, like since I was, like, walking. So, I mean, I started taking pictures when I was in high school, and I remember even back then, like, seeing this type of, you know, interactions. Like that. Kind of like, for me, at the beginning, we're not, like, even, like, that weird, you know? And then I, I, I went to New York, you know, and I started kind of, like, you know, traveling more, and I noticed that, like, it was kind of very unique, <laughs> So that definitely really, like, you know, shaped my interest in wildlife. In general, I think that living in Venice okay, shaped my interest in street photography in general because it was the first general photography that I approached. And, and, you know, because, you know, it's just very beautiful just walk around Venice and just take pictures. So that's, you know, definitely, like, it's a big part. 
of it. Well, it almost it almost seems cultural. I mean, I, I don't know if I get extended that much, but right there's there's something different happening there. So in New York City, to jump right into that kind of culture is something quite different. Um, the the show, the image that was, um, you know, on the on the gallery website that's really prominent. That of course I saw in the show, which is also kind of wonderful in terms of color, but is almost the opposite of Venice is one with a taxi and a, and a bicycle and a horse. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, this, this, this uh, also, you know, sign on top of the taxi about flash dancers in New York. Uh, that's a really wonderful image and also seems like something you couldn't even wait for. It just seems kind of remarkable that it was captured. But there's so many things mm-hmm. happening there, especially in terms of yeah. the, the colors, the palette, the, the, you know, everything. Yeah, actually, like, uh, for a moment, I thought, like, the photo felt kind of different compared to the others in some way because there was much of, of, like, a human, like, but I think it's really, like, it gets, like, you know, it's probably, the, you know, one of the, uh, one like, that really gives a sense of place, you know, and of a city, so I, like, I you know, put it for that reason. And also, you open, like, a discussion about, like, you know, if some animals should live in the city, you know, in the case, the horses, like, you know, it's, there has to be horse carriages, like, you know, in this time, you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, I, I included for, like, that reason. Yeah, I like that one. I mean, that that does seem special because it's such a, a sort of, to me, a New York moment, you know, with... All yeah, 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 it's definitely, like, very New York. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and um, I think you can see a little bit more, like, of a city compared to other photos that I feel like are very closed up, closed up photos. So you don't have really this sense of place, like in that one. Well, the other one that gave me a sense of place and also seemed very New York was one with a cat on the floor. And I and I love that, you know, the colors there too, the the tile, the Yeah, Bottega cat. cat, like a classic. Yeah, yeah, the right. The Bottega the Bodega cat is is a is a staple in New York. We know about the Bodega cat. So I, I don't yeah, know yeah. if that's in Venice or in other places, but that's such a New York thing and but also a beautiful image, the, the, the fur, the, the cat's fur is, um, you know, feels like you can, you can touch it. Uh, the, the quality of that is, is very beautiful, too. Uh, are, are, how, how are these taken? They, they seem like the prints are beautiful, and are these done with uh, a particular camera or, or a phone? How do you uh, which get one, images like, they, like that? Did all the photos? All the photos you mean, or like one in particular? Well, we, we could talk about all the photos. I, I'm particularly interested in that one with the cat, the bodega cat. But but yeah, all the all the photos. How are they taken? So like uh, I uh, as an equipment, I usually use like um, I love mirrorless cameras because they're a little smaller than you know the you know uh, other cameras. And I love Fuji system, uh, so I've been using that for years since basically I started taking photos. And I use like frontal flash, you know, in every photo. Like it's just a constant that I have. Like I mean. No harsh like direct flash, <laughs> with no diffusion and or anything. Um, and that photo in particular, like actually, if I have to say, um, I uh, I don't really remember. I thought I think I'm sure that the, the Bottega was like the my Bottega that I used to go all the time. I used to live in Bushwick before two few years ago before you know uh, the pandemic. And I remember just seeing the cat and like taking the photo, you know. And I felt like, well, and actually, like, it was not one of my favorite photos, 
But then, like, talking to the gallery, Sibylla, like, she pointed out this thing about, like, oh, but this is, like, so New York, you know, it's, like, it's Bottega Cat, like, you know, and then, like, we put it mm. inside, like, for this reason. And, yeah, but at the beginning, we, like, came to my mind, you know, <laughs> probably because I've been away for a while, but, yeah, definitely, like, very New York. It is. Well, and you mentioned the pandemic, so to talk about that a little bit, you know, um, the show, the title of the show, Wild City, and the idea of all these animals, you know, the pandemic has has changed us somehow, right? Changed us all, maybe changed the way we look at the world. New York in particular has um, more rats, I think, than they did before, although, and I imagine more animals in a lot of ways. Something changed in terms of 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 a wild city, as is the title of the show, but also the wildlife in a city. Do you think the pandemic has, has you've been photographing throughout the pandemic, um, what have you seen? Does it seem like a, a remarkable time, like something has really changed in terms of kind of images you're taking and what you're seeing? So uh, during the pandemic, actually, I mean, I spent most time in Milan and home and like, you know, many people, (laughs) most people and, you know, then in Venice. And I actually, I was not able to see that many interaction. I mean, I'm sure and reading, like I I knew like, you know, there were like more animals, for example, in in, in Venice. I I mean, I saw some videos of like people like seeing a dolphin in in the lagoon, you know. So definitely I think like probably wildlife felt like way more comfortable to like even you know, live in the urban spaces. Uh, but I didn't really witness that much. I mean, the only photo that actually is in the show that I took during the pandemic time is the one with the swan. Uh, it's the one, like, with the reflection. And, and that was taken. I was, like, actually doing, like, the, not the first lockdown, but, like, at least the second lockdown in Italy, so around, like, March, you know, January 2001, something like that. Um and I remember that time, like, you know, it was taken, like, in Burano, that it's, like, a little island, like, outside Venice, you know. And, it's, and you know, there was, like, no one around, and then there were, like, these two beautiful swans, like, you know, they're just going, like, very freely, like, around the lagoon. So I found it was, like, a very, like, beautiful and kind of, like, poetic moment. But except that, like, not, not really, I mean, I didn't really photograph too much wildlife during the pandemic, unfortunately. I mean, I wish I went more out, you know, and witnessed that. But, yeah, I didn't really, like, do it much. Well, most people didn't. We all stayed inside, yeah. But it was yeah, uh, unfortunately, like you know, yeah. Well, when you finally went out, did you did it seem like you were looking at the world in a different way? Were you looking for different things? Did it seem different to take photographs after the pandemic than before it? So for me, actually, it was kind of was kind of a little weird to be honest. I kind of I didn't first really appreciate it just because I mean I love to photograph people, you know, and I love photographs, love kind of crowd. I used to at least like love crowds, love encounters, love to have, you know, what I always love about New York is that you just go in the street and like anything can happen, you know, and encounter like, you know, so I kind of miss that. It's kind of hard to get used to it. Uh, but yeah, I definitely like, I mean, I, I, I produced some work during the time. Uh, but yeah, it was not definitely the best time, of, you know, to produce work for me. Like, and definitely for me, the world is emptiness. Kind of like for me, it was not like that great. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, it seems. I mean, I wish you had, had like you. Know, you wish you had what? No, go on. You wish you had. No, I wish I maybe I find a way to like photograph the outside, like in a way that like was fun, interesting. But yeah, I did a lot of self-portraiture back then. You know, I work a lot of like self-portraits. Yeah, I think in the pandemic, there's a lot of 
you know, there's always feelings of it was a time of an emergency, an extreme situation. And yeah, there's things that I wish I had done during the pandemic, more tours, more walking, more places to go. But that's exactly what nobody was doing. You know, what, what, what we were told not to do in a sense, why there was nobody on the streets anywhere. Um, yeah, kind of a, a remarkable and strange time to emerge from. So now you're in New York and you're continuing to, to photograph in, in New York. What's happening next? So uh, right now, yeah, I will be in New York for the next couple of months and definitely like, you know, I'm, you know, working like on smaller stories, smaller like, you know, uh, assignments. And definitely for me, this project is something that I would like to continue like in the years and maybe one day make a book when I will have enough and a material, like a particular like a variety of like, you know, cities, you know, and animals. Um, and then I will be in uh, in Italy for uh, this, the winter time, you know. And I would like to I study this project about the islands in Venice, so that I would like to continue. So definitely it's that, and then we'll see, you know, like, you know, we'll see what else will happen. <laughs> right. Well, Lucia, I wanna I wanna congratulate you on the show. It's a beautiful show. I really enjoyed it, and I hope listeners go to to see it while they can, so or much. learn more about it through the New Collectors Gallery. Lucia, thank you so much for talking with me. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it, you know, for the nice conversation. <laughs> You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.